Hey friends, this is Shannon Early, your hostess of Nesting with the Early Birds. I'm so glad that you came back. Forgive me for taking a week off. I am a mom of four, you know, and everybody was sick, sick as a dog. It was a terrible, terrible, like 11 days. It was one of those sicknesses where one person got sick and then two days later, the next person got sick and on and on. And it had high fevers and coughing and it wasn't COVID. Everybody got tested. Thank goodness. Cause you know, you can't be sick nowadays without it being COVID. But anyways, the sickness just never ended. It never went away. Thank God my husband, Evan, didn't get it because he was the rock that held our entire family together when I wanted to fall apart. So then over the weekend, once everybody was better, we ended up going on a camping trip. And I wanted to share that story with you guys today. So stay tuned and get ready to hear all about my camping trip. Motherhood. It doesn't look the same for any of us, but you know what? All of us are carrying around our own stuff, guys. Whether it's helping your children with autism and anxiety or living with chronic illnesses, surviving from abuse in all of its forms, or feeling just depressed and yucky in your life, girl, I've got you. We're going to talk about all those things, but we're going to talk about some other stuff too, like fun and nerdy things, historical costuming or sewing, minimalism, hair and makeup, gaming, DIY projects, motherhood, friendhood, is that even a word, and homeschooling. But mostly, you are going to see Jesus in the ordinary, everyday life. You are going to realize that you are an important and beautiful creation. So, let's get to it. Okay, guys, welcome back. I'm so glad that you're here. I am just sitting down being cozy. I'm wearing my nightgown right now and just having one of those really lazy days after a super duper busy weekend. My kids are being babysat by the television. I know we actually still do that, even though people say don't do that. I do that sometimes, guys. And they're just chilling and watching shows about children opening up presents that my kids will never have. (laughs) So I wanted to go... Um, a little bit into detail about what our camping trip was all about. Uh, So my daughters, Onwen and Evangeline, are both members of a group called American Heritage Girls. If you haven't heard of them, they're awesome. They're a Christian organization, and they're basically just Girl Scouts with a Christian twist. So everything is Christ-centered, Christ-based, but they still do things like learning how to start fires, learning how to shoot weapons. I mean, it's you know, sewing, that kind of thing too, but it's pretty awesome. And I would encourage you guys to check it out. So we were going on this trip for American Heritage Girls and it was for the girls to get a badge and you have to do an overnight camping stay. And I don't know about you guys, but we have a family of six. You know, my kids are now nine, eight, six, and three. And we were so excited to go camping. There was another family there that was like, I could never bring my toddler. Are you crazy? Like I couldn't bring my preschooler. No way. But my family, we're just so into being barnacles, like one on top of each other all the time. So we were so excited to go on the camping trip. We never even thought about getting a babysitter. Like it never even crossed our mind. So we went to this place called Twin Lakes State Park. It was super gorgeous. It was an October day and the weather was like, 70 in the day and 45 at night. It was just so beautiful. And the leaves were all crisp and newly fallen. There was no, you know, wet, soggy, stinky leaves. It was like the trees had just released their leaves and everything was just covered in this golden and red color. It was just beautiful. And we went to set up our tent 
And there was like five spots that were reserved. And we're like, we're going to go right in the middle. That way we're not too close to the bathroom there. You know, then we'll be woken up all night by people peeing, but also we're not like in the wilderness part of the um, section, which we later learned was a terrible decision. We should have gone near the bathroom. And it wasn't even because our kids, because our kids had to pee a lot. There was a group of very rowdy folk and I'll get into that in a little bit. So we set up our tent and already like, our family is just so goofy. Like people kind of laugh at us. We laugh with them, of course, but our family is just so goofy. Like everyone's setting up their tents and some of these tents are basically like a house. Like in those cartoons where you push a button and the house flips open. That were some of these tents. Like one of them was a three bedroom and it had this little outhouse overhang thing. I don't even know what the overhang was for, like a kitchen. I have no idea. And then there was these other tents that were just behemoths, man. They were monstrous. We open up our tent. And Evan and I have such fond memories over this little tent. It was the tent that we used when we were newlyweds. And it's a good two to three person tent. I'd say it fits two people very comfortably. And it has this opening on the top where you can still see the stars, even though everything's netted in. Well, again, we have a family of six. And so in my head, I'm like really optimistic. Like we're all going to fit so great. It's going to be so great. But after we put our blow up mattress in, which was a full size, I believe, after we put our blow up mattress in, there was not even room for a full sleeping bag on the side for our kids. And I was like, this is going to be a tough night. And people kept coming over. Like our tent was so tiny. Like the other people's tents, you could imagine if they were the size of a person, our tent would be the size of a Yorkie. Like the difference in sizes was immense. And we had one of the biggest families there. I would dare to say even the biggest. And our tent was the tiniest and everybody just kept coming over, cracking up. Like, how are you guys going to fit in this? And we're like, yeah, no idea. We're going to be sardines. So we were, we were definitely sardines. We had me and Evan and then two of our kids were on this little full size blow up mattress, which the blow up mattress died by midnight. And so we could feel all the gravel underneath our big adult butts. It was so wonderful. I just loved it. And our two other kids were sleeping next to the bed in their little, um, sleeping bags. And it was one of those things where like at 3am they would wake up and you'd have to crawl out of the tent and it was freezing and you had to go walk to the bathroom because we, you know, planted our tent so far away. It was quite a little walk and it would wake you up and you'd go to the potty and come back and you'd disturb everybody by rustling the bags and getting into the bed. And for some reason, my son, Luca, the three-year-old stayed asleep the entire time. But as we're going to bed that night, like right beforehand, I told my friends, I was like that group across the way. They're going to, they're going to make tonight suck. My friend's like, what are you talking about? It's going to be fine. I'm like, no, my husband and I have camped all the time. And I can tell you this group, they were like, you know, hi, Randall, go get the hammock. It was like, they were very rowdy. Okay. They were a rowdy bunch of people. I could just tell right away that they were going to make tonight. Awesome. And so we go to sleep and I keep saying we go to sleep, but there was like so much more things we did beforehand. Like for instance, we all went around the campfire and we actually sang songs. I've never in my life sang campfire songs and it was so fun. And one of our friends came and she had a banjo and it was just such good, wholesome, cute fun, you know, and all the girls are singing and we did stupid songs like there's a hole in the ground and the green grass grew all around, all around and the green grass grew all around. We did stuff like that. And it was just so cute. And my husband participated like a cutie. So we sing these songs and at 9 PM we're like, Oh, we don't want to disturb people. You know, it's really late. We better, go get in our tents and quiet everybody down. Well, that's when the other group decided, Hey, it's like 10 30. Now we need to get out and start partying. 
And so they were just laughing so loud all night and just talking so loudly. This one guy kept going to his car and then clicking the button twice to lock it so it would beep. And this wasn't just at 10. You can look at my Fitbit score of my sleep and it will prove to you what I'm going to say. But between 12.30 a.m. and 3 a.m., these people were just going wild. And they just saw this group of 20 little girls, like they're all nine and under, you know, they just saw this group of little girls. They know that we're all there and they could have cared less and they're drinking and just having a great time. And at one point I'm like angry crying and I'm looking up at the moon and I have angry tears coming down. I'm like, God, just please make them stop. Please make them stop. And at that point they were listening to music loudly and they ended up listening to the song Piano Man on repeat. Piano man. Like who's like, yeah, this is my jam. He listened to it twice. And that's when I was like, I can't, I can't do this. I kept thinking if I yell, shut up really loudly, are they going to come to my tent and hurt us? You know, like if they're going to make a fight, I kept thinking maybe I should go over there and talk to them, but they've been drinking. They might not really, you know, be interested in a nice gentle talk. So it turns out that there were three other moms thinking the exact same thing. We were all just laying in our tents with their eyes open thinking like, please make this stop. And, you know, when your kids go camping, they're just so excited about all the sounds, you know. So there was these trains going by and, you know, every time something would happen, one of the little kids in the tents would be like, Mom, what's that sound? Is that a train? Mom, is that a bird? So it was it was not the most restful sleep I've ever had in my life. But eventually that group died down around 3 a.m. They did their last little car horn honking. Oh, and they also had two gigantic dogs that kept barking like the entire thing, guys. Like, I don't hate people, all right? I'm not saying I hated them. I did hate the situation. We'll just put it that way. So uh, the next day, we had to do this thing to get a the badge for American Heritage Girls. So we were getting a patch, and I was leading it. It's called the Live Free Patch. And it's actually super duper cute. And I'm going to go over a little bit with it with you. Okay, so the patch was called the Live Free Patch. And basically, they made this patch out of the verse from 2 Corinthians chapter three, verse 17. And it says, now the Lord is the spirit and where the spirit of the Lord is, there is freedom. And it was awesome because it was just teaching these little girls the ways that we can be free in Jesus. And honestly, it taught me a lot, you know, like one of those things, like when they say, when you're a Sunday school teacher, you actually learn way more about the the topic than if you were the student. And that's kind of how it was. But there was this really cool exercise And it was basically that um, there was this list of free to concepts. And it basically was to inspire the girls to understand how they could have a life free in Christ and how they could carry it out daily. And so I wanted to just go over some of these with you. But it was as a Christ follower, I am free to fail, to contribute, to speak up, to ask for help, to be who I am and live out my calling, to try something new, an adventure, to take the next right step to wait, to be meek, seek repentance, to live in his peace, to go at my own pace, to love, to serve, to forgive and be forgiven, to be obedient, to discover God's plan, to be authentic, to say no, to ask questions, to learn my beliefs, to share my faith, to be fruitful, to exhibit Christ's character, to not fear, to own my story, to swim upstream, to run my own race, to create personal boundaries, to be pure, and to encourage others with life-giving words. And the girls had to vote. And the three that they ended up picking on that they wanted to work on through the year is that they wanted to be free to fail, 
free to try something new and free to live in his peace. And so we made a joke, like, I guess we'll just have peace when we fail at the new things that we try to do. So, but I mean, honestly, guys, like as a normal person, like those, those little free twos are so helpful because you forget that there's all these thoughts that you have about how you should be, you know, and it's like, oh, wait a minute. No, when I'm a Jesus follower, I just need to, you know, glorify him and he just loves who I am. So really it's like, you're just free to be yourself. You know what I'm saying? As you follow Jesus, I'm not saying you're free to just sin all the time. You know, that's not what I'm saying at all here. And so it was a really cute patch. And we had to do a science experiment where we had the Mentos and the Diet Coke and the Diet Coke like flew through the air. And I told the girls, now just remember, this is like the Holy Spirit flowing through you. (laughs) And we had to do this really cool endurance uh, relay race. And before the, before the camping trip, I had to make all these rocks. And on them, instead of painting nice things, I had to paint things like worry, divorce, anxiety, death, sin, like really big deal words. And the relay race is that the girls had this backpack and they had to run. And each time they went to the end, they'd have to pick up one of these rocks with these, you know, words on them. And at the very end, I told them, girls, feel how heavy this bag is. This is what happens when we choose to carry all the burdens that we have in the world. You know, all these rocks represent the different burdens you have in life. And then I said, okay, now the relay race is different. You're going to race to get rid of the rocks, to get rid of your burdens. And at the very end, I was like, do you feel the difference in the backpacks? You know, like when you have a life free in Jesus, it's so much easier. It's lighter. You know, you might still have your burdens, but you give them to the Lord. You don't carry them around all day. So when you're a Christ follower, you're free to give him, you know, what's on your heart. And that's a really big deal. I think that we forget sometimes it's like people always say, God's not going to give you more than you can handle. And that is a lie, guys. That is a lie from the pit of hell because God is definitely going to be there with you and for you. But you need to bring what you can't handle to him. You see what I'm saying? If you could do things on your own merit, then you wouldn't even need God. Let's just be real. Then we had to make like a little keychain that had the word free on it and to remind them to put it on their backpack and just to remind them, you know, hey, guys, you don't have to carry these burdens of the world. Like, it's okay. You're going to be fine. So it was super duper cute. And like I said, we had about 20 girls and they all were just so well behaved and so cute. And they were just playing together and being friends. And my son, Luca, was there. He's the three year old and his best friend in the world named James was there. And James is newly four. And man, Luca and James just got so filthy. Like the entire time, they were basically just rolling around in the dirt like little baby pigs. It was wonderful. It was delicious. My daughter got filthy. I mean, both daughters did. It was just a perfect camping trip. We had a fire with s'mores and hot dogs. And in the morning, they made us pancakes on the fire, which I've never had. And they were delicious. It was in a cast iron pan. Yes, please. And it was just... One of those times where it was like, I think I could live in a commune (laughs) because everybody was taking care of everybody. All the kids were running around to everybody else's campsite and everybody was looking out for each other's kids. Everybody was feeding each other's kids. It was just really nice. And at the very end, we went on a little hike. It was like a mile. It wasn't anything bad at all. And it was around one of their lakes and it was just so pretty. It had those places where there was like You know, the branches would be making almost a tunnel on the path and the path would be lined with all this bright green moss against the red leaves. It was just so gorgeous. So, yeah, I'm glad that you listened to my very exciting camping story. (laughs) And I'm really glad that you came back. 
Remember, you can always subscribe to this, like it, review it, all of that stuff. It would be super duper helpful. And I have another episode coming out next week, and it's on the seven secret to bees of a happy marriage. So if you want to check that out, make sure that you hear that episode next week. And I will talk to you guys later. Remember that God totally loves you all the time.